Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned UCI Cycling Show. My name is Dan, and with me, as always, is my dear best, never met in real life friend, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Hello, dear best, never met in real life friend, Dan. I'm just gonna, for for you know, the sake of brevity, gonna go with mate from now on, because it seems like a, a long roundabout way of saying you know that you're my mate. <laughs> Don't I make the word mate sound really good? Like, yeah, it's funny. It's only me. <laughs> you say it, say it with a lot of relish and as if it means something. You know what I was picturing when I said it? Go on. A big juicy steak, mate. Yeah. Mm. No, this is getting slightly disturbing. Shall we go on with the cycling? And a giant pint of beer next to it, mate. <laughs> Yes. Speaking of which, um, our social media jersey, let's give that a quick update. Um, we yes. are sitting at this time of recording on a not quite $1,200 raised. Well done, everyone. Congratulations and thank you very, very much. Uh, please do keep putting the word out. We'll be accepting donations all the way through. But in really exciting news, welcome to Giro de Toscana Day, i.e. the day nominations open. It's so exciting. <laughs> I mean, A, the money. I can't believe how lovely people are. I've got to admit, I do have a little, oh, I just wish it would break $1,200. But how mad is that, seeing as I never thought we'd get to $250 in the first place? <laughs> uh, yes, welcome to, welcome to a world where the um, overarching capitalist principle requires that we always insist on growth. <laughs> It's amazing. I mean, we've we've added another race in. Um, when we started this, it was just going to be two races, Lardesh and Brainwash. And we've added Giro Toscana in because we've got enough money that we can. And that is thanks to all of you. I mean, seriously, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very, very much. Not only have we been able to add the race, but uh, it is very clear that we're going to be able to give uh, substantial and meaningful prizes away to multiple riders, which is just... Honestly, it's wonderful. I mean, for Sarah and I, we're, we're literally not getting anything out of it ourselves except, you know, that really, really cheesy, cliched, warm feeling in the bottom of your heart that my mum tells me is what happens when you do something nice for someone. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this may be Dan's first time of feeling that, so bear with him if, you, if, if he gets too overexcited. It's all a bit new and strange, but, you know. Um, it, it's it's brilliant. So we couldn't have hoped for a better result, but let's not rest on our laurels. We've got several weeks to go, and uh, as Sarah says, we can we can you know stretch out and aim a little higher and give a little more away. Um, it's also proven to us that you know we weren't the only ones that uh, that we the collective universe of women cycling fans. Uh, being passionate, enthusiastic, and, and generous as we all are, and kind and good-looking as you all are, um, you know, this is something that we believe we can we can keep running next year and the year after, and and to infinity and beyond. Um, <laughs> yes, and as Dan says, we open nominations today. Um, there are riders in the Giro Toscana in Italy, and they'll be blogging and tweeting and hopefully making videos of themselves dancing. Um, and yeah, and you, if you see something you like, nominate them. Um, come to our site, uh, www.prowomen's.com. 
cycling.com and you'll see a post at the top, a sticky post at the top for nominations. And if you're new to women's cycling and are a bit like, well, I'd love to nominate, but I don't know who's any good, then I've been writing a series of posts uh, celebrating social media, which look at some of the riders who are really, really good at, at social media. And that might give you a clue as to where to start. Also, feel free. I'm just going to throw this out there. And Actually, Sarah, I have to apologize in advance because you didn't know that I was going to just make this up on the spot. Um, <laughs> I'm not promising any sort of a prize, but I will give... Um, a lot of credit to anyone amongst the, the general public, too, who contributes uh, something fanciful, wonderful, and entirely hilarious to the world of uh, social media as it relates to our, our competitive events. Uh, so if you want to do an awesomely hilarious Photoshop job of, I don't know, Mitt Romney doing something hilarious with uh, the, the Toscana field, or something topical or, or whatever and uh, and put it out there if it gets our attention I'll certainly make mention of it <laughs> and who could ask for more than that I know there are literally people probably bill collectors lined up to get my attention uh, <laughs> well I mean we could start by telling people about the race toss the Toscana race as well couldn't we Oh, well, I assumed that they knew all about it, but you're right, Sarah, we should. Why don't you take that one? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think maybe you should. Maybe I'll give you a chance to talk then. <laughs> oh, I've been hogging the conversation. I couldn't possibly. And, you know, in a show about women's cycling, it does seem somewhat misogynistic for me to, to hog the limelight. So, uh, Nicely played. Well, okay, so Giro Toscana. Um it's a race that was set up, actually, by the father of a cyclist, Michaela Fanini. Um, Michaela Fanini, she was an Italian rider. Uh, she, was the daughter of two, she was the daughter of two pro cyclists herself. Um, she'd won the Giro d'Italia in, in 1994, age just 21. And then later that year, she was killed in a training session when a car hit her in a really tragic accident. And, you know, it's Italian cycling is very close. You know, it's very family like people all seem to, you know, people all seem to know each other. But what her father's done is set up a team, which is Michaela Fanini Rocks and also the race, the Giro Toscana. And so it lives on in her. It lives on in Michaela Fanini's memory, which is, you know, really lovely. Um, tragic, tragic that she died. But, you know, having a legacy is a is mm. a lovely thing there. And the riders all remember her, and you know it's it's kind of it's kind of topical given you know given how dangerous it is for all our riders to train. You know we've had so many yeah. cra you know just this year Emma Johansson breaking both her collarbones. You know it's it's bonkers. So yeah, it's it's in it's in the memory of uh, Michaela Fanini. It's in Tuscany, beautiful Tuscany. Um, it's this year. It's five stages. Starts off today with a 2.2 kilometer ITT, which is flat and along the beachfront, I believe. Although I could be wrong. Um, stage one is quite sprinty. Stage two is quite climby. Stage three is quite lumpy, but might. But so it could end anyway. And then stage four is flat, 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 with a couple of lumps, one at the end. So it's a nice, exciting parkour. Some of those. It, it generally has uphill cobbled sprints. Which is fantastic. Isn't and scene... that's, that's ultimately the best kind of sprint. I mean, <laughs> throw in some snow, sleet, hail. <laughs> Lions, wolves. Guess who's hankering for the Belgian classics? <laughs> I just want the cyclocross. <laughs> 
That's not even a cycling sport. We go over this all the time. It's a running sport with bikes. That's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Toscana is lovely. It's... Um, and it's traditionally an interesting race because um, gen- usually it's the last one before the world champs, but um, they've moved it back this year because um, and it happens generally in the second week of September. But it's been moved back because the world championships moved forwards. Um, but it's always interesting because it's where the Italians start to come on form. And um, the thing about the Italians, I've said this before, they're fucking good at the worlds, but they're also tend to only peak for one or two races a year so it's kind of yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens so you're suggesting that this year the italians will be good at toscana and worlds <laughs> i yeah i don't know i mean i can't look past the dutch for the world they announced the dutch team and you're sitting there going there was jens made a joke about it on twitter actually carl lima posted the team and it's um Marina Voss, Annemiek van Vluten, um, Iris Slappendale, uh, you know, blah, 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 Kirsten Wild, all the Lisbeth de Vocht, all these amazing riders and, you know, world-class team. And, and Jens made a, made a point, made a joke about how, oh, that's not that good. One of them, you know, there's one of them who couldn't win the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and to be fair, that's, that's only true because she would be in service of all of the others. So Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. So, but but it'll be fun. Oh, this world is going to be so good. Um, interestingly, the Dutch have left home Chantal Black and Lucinda Brand. Now, I would expect in a lumpy race that you'd have Black and Brand because they're both such great riders. But they've brought a lot of sprinters. So they've got Adrie Visser, Ellen Van Dyke, Kirsten Wild, uh, all of those kind of riders. And that's interesting because I just assumed that it was going to be a climbing fest um, over the Kalberg and around the Valkenberg Hills. But, you know, who knows that area better than the Dutch? It's, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all them. So. Interesting. So, I mean, you're expecting that we'll see them racing to a, a fairly specific plan then. But how do you think that'll play against the Italians? Well, I don't, I don't know. I think, I hope, 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 hope that after the Olympics, they've learned that the best way to beat the Italians is to use the Italian plan of attack early, attack often, play like a, um, improvise wildly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do like improvising wildly, um, which if you listen to any of our podcasts, you know. (laughs) So yeah, so, and, and they're on a high because Mariana Voss just won the World Cup again. (laughs) Indeed. Um, which actually, I don't know why that made me think of this, but we should should take half a step back and finish our Toscana roundup with um, a rundown of, of who we think the likely suspects are. Oh, oh, that's a really hard question. <laughs> <laughs> well, partly because we don't have a bloody start list yet. <laughs> Hang on, let me just fire up Cycling Fever. Minor, minor details. The world's greatest site for start lists. If you don't, if people don't follow um, women.cyclingfever.com, then you really should because they're hilarious. They're great. They're apparently going to be doing a game for the Brainwash Cycling Tour, which is very exciting. I always love games. But yeah, let's have a look. Let's have a look down this. Yes, we don't know who's there. Marvelous. Um, Tipco are there. That's nice. Um, the Michaela Fanini Rocks team are the you know are going to be the home team, but their team has got. Um, Ella Michal from Israel, who's the pro, who's the pro rider from Israel, and Veronica Leal Balderas from uh, Mexico, which is fun. Uh, well, I think. Well, let me just tell you this team from Rabobank. Okay, Mariana Voss, Anamit Van Vluten, no good. 
Excel. No good. List of locked. No good. Pauline Frank provoked. Uh, possible. <laughs> uh, Diodora are basically going to be writing for Georgia Bronzini, as they always do. Who's We're- that? Interestingly, um, there's no specialised Lululemon in this one. What? Um, I know, I know, it's weird. That Actually, that is weird. But they do have Ali Stacker riding in the United States team, which probably is built around Andrew Dvorak there. But uh, last year, Megan Garnier uh, won this for the Team USA, so they start as the um, leading team. Uh, let's have a look. Who else have we got? Let's go down. Uh, Olga Zavalinskaya for Russ Fellow. She'll be fun to watch after her double. Although she might not have got over the celebrations for her double bronze medal at the Olympics. Uh, B Pink, Noemi Cantele. She really wants to win this. You know, I think this is a race for Noemi. Uh-huh. Um, oh, M Cipollini. Yes, M Cipollini, Tatiana Goodert. So look out for her. And then Green Edge have only got five riders going. They've uh, Orica AIS, I should say. But Claudia Hauschler, Discop, and Tiffany Cromwell. Definitely look out for those. I'd love Tiffany to get another stage win, please. That's my bet internet world. Well done. Okay. Um, so also, I think I've just told you that everyone's going to win, but I think I do that every week. So That's quite all right. Um, for a race without start list, I think you've done a great job of telling us who will be at the race. Um, well, uh- you know, it's the usual women's cycling thing. Of we we know the start list when we've got the results for the first right for the first stage. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, on a on a related and yet um, significantly less important note, um, I am suddenly alarmed because I don't think I've sworn yet in this podcast. So fuck. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I've noticed that we've got less sweary over time, and it's quite it's quite disturbing. I We're blame to- I blame you because you made me record our promo for the social media jersey without swearing, um, <laughs> and that took a lot of concentration. Obviously, I've given far too much mental effort to it, and it's kind of stuck with me longer than it should have. Um, you, did, you did very well. Yeah, well, it was a shitty thing to do to me. Fuck you. Um, oh, I'm coming back! Woohoo! Excellent. Well, should we talk about last week's races? Okay. Where do you want to start? Pluay. Oh. Well, you know, if it had been on TV. Oh, for fuck's sake! You know what really frustrates me is somewhere out on the internet, there's an hour of footage of the last hour of the race, commentated in French, shown on Eurosports. Mate, somewhere on the internet there's a video showing that we didn't actually land on the moon, there's a video showing that Atlantis is real, there's a, I can, you want a video, I can show you a video. No, this is actually true. I mean, it was, in, in previous years it was bought, bought, bought by France Tresse, and they showed it, and they streamed it. This year, Eurosport bought it, they showed the shitty men's pro one kilometer dash thing that they make the men enter to enter the big race. Where apparently the men were the, where the men were riding up and down in front of the women's podium ceremony, disrespecting the women. Um, but they didn't show the women's World Cup, and you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Who wants to see a load of blokes? Oh, bastards! Um, and, and actually, I don't even understand why they show the men's pluet over the women's pluet because every year the women's pluet is fucking fantastic and really exciting. But anyway, it was on TV. If you had French Eurosport, you could have seen an hour of it. But you know, thanks Eurosport. I'm yeah, thumbs up to you, bastards. 
Um, but it's a great race. It's such an exciting race. I mean, Mariana Voss had, had nailed down her um, World Cup win. No one could come past her after the Vilgorda World Cup, yeah? And, but she'd never won this one. So, you know, there was still lots of lots to play for, and it was a new course, so that's exciting. Um, and it was full of breakaways. There was a giant breakaway earlier in the race that got caught. And then there was a 10-rider breakaway. And then from that 10-rider breakaway, Tiffany Cromwell attacked. And with her went Elisa Longo-Borghini and lot Marianne of- what a lot of people don't realise is that Tiffany attacked from 400 kilometres out. It just took that long for the gap to open up. That's, that's just how it's how she rides. Oh, oh, Tiffany, she's such a fun rider. She's so she's just. You know what it is though. I've worked out what it is. It's not so much that she's attacking, and it's not so much that she's trying to win. It's that she's got to get back to the hotel that much earlier than everyone else to start packing because she's got so much shit with her all the time. <laughs> what you mean? Dan is referring to the Oracle Green Age video, and that I that I um, that, and I'll I'll put a link to it so you see what we mean. <laughs> it's actually it is actually already linked on our videos post, so um, do do check out Sarah's wonderful post about videos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when you when you're looking at when you're following it on Twitter and you see that it's Voss Cromwell and Elisa Longo Borghini, then that's that's really special. That's really really special, and and both Cromwell and Longo Borghini have had really good years. I mean. Elisa's still under only under twenty three, so they, um, they they rode together, they worked together, and I think Bob- next year the only fair thing to do is put her age up. Yeah, so she can't. Yeah, I think maybe she won't be. Maybe if we make sure that she's not eligible for the under twenty three races when she's over twenty four. Yeah, good call. Um, yep. Yeah, so they so Voss attacked on the final climb, soloed home. Cheers, cheers, crowd ecstatic. Uh, Tiffany, and then Tiffany attacked about um, a kilometre and a half to go, apparently, according to her race report on the Orica AIS site, which now has a women's site, yes. Um, and she came second with uh, Longo Borghini in third. So lovely podium, very happy podium. Um, that's that's Cromwell's first World Cup podium. It might be, I think it might be Longo Borghini's second or first, but, you know, very good, very exciting there. And in the World Cup, so Voss obviously won. Yuda Arndt came second behind her as she sat for most of the season. But Evelyn Stevens actually overtook Emma Johansson and came in third in the overall World Cup standings. So sad for Emma, but, you know, great result for Evie, who's mm. been having a great year too. So, she yeah. really has such a standout year. Um, and I hope that that continues. It's been really interesting, actually, um, for me this year, seeing the continuing development of talent throughout the peloton um you know voss is still amazing and a dominant force but there are so many more riders who are you know taking their their opportunities and and coming away with great wins um you know i i think the next three four years are going to be really really exciting um as we see some of these these younger riders continue to develop and and the the um, level of skill and, and uh, experience spread throughout the peloton. It's going to be great. Yeah, and, and it's. I mean, I think I, I, we've said that we talked about this before, but I do think Voss makes everyone up their game. I mean, it's slightly annoying for them that you know they've up their game over the winter, and so has she. But you know that she really does make people know. Actually, this is a really difficult. This is a. You know, how am I, I going to be? I, I want to agree with you, Sarah. I really do, but I honestly I don't think I can on that point because. Um, Voss hasn't really made me lift my game. I'm 
I'm still as shit as I ever was. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, Dan. Well, you know, there's still hope for you. Maybe we can set up this <laughs> pros race where they can all, like, you know, lap you. Yeah, where, where, where they can all pick the pro they hate the most and punish them by making them ride with me. <laughs> yeah. So um, that was Plouay. Uh The other race last week was the Lotto Deca Tour, which is a new tour. It's part. It's the final event of the Lotto Cycling Cup, which is a, um, the Lotto Cycling Cup is a year long series that's that's Belgian Belgian races. Um, I love Belgian races. They're great. So the Lotto Deca Tour was three stages, and it started off with two flat stages, and then the last stage went four times over the Meurs Gerasbergen. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do it once? I mean, that's just that's just why go all that way to just ride over it once? That's yeah. silly. I think they went two. They went twice up the paved side and twice up the cobbled side. You know. So, <laughs> so the first two stages were won by Kirsten Field, and then um, Ellen Van Dyke won the final stage, uh, which is lovely. And um, uh, Lisbeth de Vocht won the overall of the of GC for the for the tour, and de Vocht also won the overall Lotto Cycling Cup. Uh, de Vocht, the Belgian rider on Rabobank, so you know, good 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 on her. Um, it was an all Belgian, as you can imagine, uh, podium for the overall Cycling Cup. De Vocht first, Kat Hannes from Lotto Belasol in second, and Micah Polspol from Top Sport of Vlaanderen in third. So you know, that was nice. That was fun. Excellent. And we also have, it's not really a women's race, but you remember I was saying that um, Emma Pooley was riding the Haute Route um, yes. in France, the massive mo- mammoth cyclosporting. Yes. Uh, she, well, when we last spoke, she was sitting fifth place against all the men. And then on the final, so she was you know, sitting fifth, fifth, fifth. And then on the final day, there's Emma Pooley and this guy, Peter Pooley. <laughs> <laughs> no relation. No relation, spelt differently. And he'd been winning the men's race all the way through. Emma had been clearly winning the women's race all the way through. And on the last day, they broke away together. And they rode together and race, and just rode all the way together. And they crossed the line together, holding hands. Really and he's about seven foot tall. And she's five foot tall. And so it looked like he was out with his daughter. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> there are all these there are these really funny videos that the uphill time trial up uh oh god it's either Alpe d'Huez or yeah it's Alpe d'Huez I, I was gonna say it's either Alpe d'Huez or Mont Ventoux it's one of those big climbs they had this uphill time trial and they were setting people off at 30 second intervals and on the clip they're showing people riding up the hill and there's this little tiny predatory figure coming up the side yeah it's Emma <laughs> And in the and in the videos, they've got all these people go, all these all these guys go. Oh my god, that's the hardest thing I've ever done. Oh my god, I'm going to die. Oh my god, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. And Pooley going, that was brilliant. I wish it could last for another week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just yeah. wonderful. Yeah, and and I think Pooley and Pooley's ridden her last race with our, our drink as well. Um, oh. Lotto Decatur was the last race for a lot of the Smurfs riding yeah, the Smurfs. Yeah, that's right. I remember seeing um, Marine on on Twitter saying that. I mean, there'll be some of them um, racing. Is it brainwash? But as a part of a mixed team. 
No, I think they're putting in an our team into Brainwash. But oh, that's okay. only Into their riders. But yeah, there'll be, I think, Marine and uh, Sharon Laws and Emma Pooley, I think, are riding Lardashes in mixed teams. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, it's sad. Sad. Very sad. Um, the the our drink riders at Lotto Decker were celebrating <laughs> by dancing on the final stage. There's a video footage of Carla Ryan dancing and videos on Orion's blog, which I've linked to in my video post. So yeah, they were celebrating there. So yeah. Do check out the, the dancing videos. They are actually very much worth the time. <laughs> you know what? Um, to the, to the point that we've actually had a special request for um, best video dancing jersey for next year um and yeah. an and offer to sponsor that directly which will will almost certainly be taking up um yeah yeah our friend our friend Antoine um <laughs> our friend Antoine um <laughs> he he was he was suggesting it and he was saying well maybe we should have them all dance to the same piece of music throughout the year but yeah uh, <laughs> oh no 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 see I think I think they can choose their own music lay down their best moves let's make this a serious competition you know I want to see yeah. some. I want to see some. You know, rocking the the full clip shoes, moonwalking kind of shit going on. You know, like I want. I want to see some some serious dancing. You know, doing doing head spins in your helmet, all that sort of shit. Uh, yeah. Or, or or like Maura Kinsella from Vanderkitten, um, providing her own music with beatboxing. Yes. Yeah. Which and then she started to rap Snoop style, which was you know kind of cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, if there's more, if there's any more dancing rider videos that you see out there, then um, put something in the comments, uh, or you can uh, email us at prowomenscycling at gmail.com, or you can contact us on Twitter, I am the catchily titled underscore pigeons underscore, <laughs> and Dan is the um, slightly sweet intended. Slightly sweet? When did that happen? Shit. Are Fuck. you doing it wrong? I, well, clearly I'm doing it wrong. I mean, we, we spend far too much time on this podcast talking about how pathetic and lonely I am, so clearly I do it wrong. <laughs> yes, poor Dan. Um, it's not really that he's the butt of all my jokes, just most of them. He's just a really big ass, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, pity me, women. There is nothing yeah, nothing yeah. so attractive as a man feeling sorry for himself. Yeah. Ladies, if you want to date this Australian, he's so <laughs> That may solve our, 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 um, our conservative politicians' fear of too much immigration. Suddenly people <laughs> don't want to come here anymore. So. <laughs> In case they have to date you. <laughs> date me? Hell, bad enough to have to meet me. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we'll, 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 leave, we'll leave his pity party to one side. <laughs> I do laugh a lot at that party, though. It's it's a fun party. I should, I have to say. <laughs> anyway, the other, uh, it's not just the nominations for the game and Zero Toscana this week. It's also two really exciting events. We start the Paralympics and the opening ceremonies tonight. I'm so excited. But it's not going to be the full blast through history that uh, the. Danny Ball gave us last time round. Well, who knows? I mean, the Paralympics started in Britain after the Second World War. You know, it was it, it's it's kind of a British idea. So, you know, we I think we might be blasting through the Paralympics history at least. <laughs> hmm. Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Maybe um, maybe for something that started off the back of the Second World War, we shouldn't use the term blasting at all. 
Oh, good point. All saying it's exciting. <laughs> Whoops. Oh. <laughs> Ah, welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned, politically incorrect, ah, uh, fuck it, we don't know what we're doing show. Oh no, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean anything bad, honest. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm blushing. Um, so the track starts on, this tracks, the track starts on the 30th of August tomorrow and runs to the 2nd of September. And the road starts on the 5th of September, running to the 8th. And basically, if you don't know that much about Paralympics, there's loads of stuff online. We'll link to some of the resources. Um, but what happens is people will be uh, racing in categories that are set up according to their ability. So you might have um, someone with a limb amputation racing against someone with... Um, uh, cystic fibrosis or something like that so it's it's you know, or, or you know or, or some or someone with some other issue yeah so you'll see in each category people who look you can't tell what their ability is by looking at them yeah and that's good so yeah so that it's it's great it's great they've got different categories the uh the highest numbered category so c5 for example is is the uh people whose disability affects them least and going right down to the one category which whose people's disability affects them most but you know the key thing is it's not actually about their disabilities affecting them it's about them being fucking good sports people and total superstars and yes it's a chance to actually I mean, in Britain, there's a lot of negative stuff around at the moment about, um, you know, about, about benefits and people scrounging off benefits and, you know, uh, very Daily Mail stuff and people who are claiming sickness benefit without, you know, without, uh, without, without, you know, when they're not really sick at all. Or, and, and it's nice to actually have something that says, actually, here we are, we're sports people, you know, here's our stories, we're, you know, we're fantastic sports people who happen to be disabled. Watch us blast the fuck out of this race it's gonna be so good <laughs> indeed and uh it and it will be very exciting and fun anyway <laughs> mm. um the other the other big thing that's happened that starts this weekend is the mountain bike world champs um they run from the 31st to the 9th of september which is huge uh long ways uh we start for the women we start out with the women's four cross on the 1st of september and then saturday has the downhill world champs which is your new favorite discipline isn't it it really is i love downhill it's so exciting it's just oh oh it's just a die for i think I think it's partly to do with, I mean, the way it sells itself, you know, you kind of watch any number, every single team, it seems, seems to have some cute little video which shows their riders hanging out and having fun and being a team and then blasting down some amazing monster courses. And, you know, if they get injured, they get, you know, if they get injured, they then show them from their hospital beds. Um, but yeah, it's, oh, it's so, it's super adrenaline, super exciting. Uh, I want Rachel Atherton to win. Um, but that's just me. Um, she's going to have a really hard time winning because you've got Emmeline Ragot and Florian Pujan and riders like that who are just on fire. So it's going to be very exciting. Um, and then once they finish with it, so the women's downhill is on Saturday, the men's downhill, not that you care about that, is on Sunday. Not you personally, but all of you. And then on the 7th of September, we've got the women's under 23 cross country and the women's cross country elite on saturday the 8th of september now because it's mountain bike all of this stuff is streamed live 
So there's um, it streamed live on the UCI ch- its own channel. Um, Red Bull stream it. Um, I think it might be streamed live on Dirt at Empora.com. That's spelt um, sorry Dirt dot letter M P O R A dot com and all sorts of other places like that. So if you want to watch it, watch it. I mean, if you know if you only watch one mountain bike race in the world, this is clearly in in the year. This is clearly the one to do it. But yeah, uh, very exciting and. It'll be full of thrills and spills and breathtaking riding the downhill. And then cross-country will be just as good as well. Excellent. (sighs) Deep breath. We've got a lot going on. That's fantastic. Uh, Does that mean that it's time for maybe a little bit of a crazy idea? (laughs) It's always time for your crazy ideas, Dan. Excellent. I've been looking forward to this one. Mm. I don't know why, but it always makes me go, oh, God, what, 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 what is he going to come up with this week? Please, please, not likening it to porn sites again. Sex toys. <laughs> no. Not really. Not really. Um, <clears throat> for a start, I'd actually need to learn more about sex. No, let's not even go there. Anyway, crazy idea of the week. So, really coming... needs a date. Sorry? That man really needs a date. Oh, right. Yes. Poor pathetic Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, this comes back to... Well, you may remember after the greatest one-day race of the 2012 year so far, also known as the Olympic Women's Road Race. (sighs) And you were so cynical about the Olympics beforehand. Yeah, but not about the, the road race, just the Olympics <laughs> in general. It's, you know, the Olympics didn't oh. put on a good race. The women put on a fucking brilliant race. All right, let's yeah. be clear about that. Uh, Olympic involvement was tangential. They just got the road closures, that's all. <laughs> that's very true. Anyway, yes, so we're, 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 we're yes. after the... So question. then, uh, you know, and you probably know this better than I do, you know, given that you're British, but apparently everyone in England immediately threw their hands in the air and went, Oh, no! If only we had a women's cycling team, we'd have got the gold. I've no idea what that accent was meant to be. Me either. I was, you know, mostly going for offensive. Yeah, <laughs> not offensive, just... Confusing? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that'll do in a pinch. Um, let's pretend... Well, I've never actually seen the show, so I'm just going to pretend that was a character from Neighbours trying to do a British accent. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Anyway, so the point is everyone in England was like, we would have got the gold if only Sky sponsored a women's team. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that just proves that everyone in England doesn't know shit about bike racing, present company excluded. Um, I was expecting you to laugh at that point, but that's okay. You can be outraged. It's all right. (laughs) Anyway, um, since then, there have been rumours and whisperings and rumblings that maybe... Maybe Sky will, maybe Sky won't. Uh, during the week on, forgive me if I get the name wrong, is it the Cycle Show? Um, yes, it's the Cycle Show. Yes, the Cycle Show that's on telly in the UK. Um, cycling's greatest, great cycling's greatest television, a one-hour magazine program every night, ITV4 at um, eight o'clock, and with do- don't tell them that dodgy streams to watch it on if you're not in the UK. Excellent. Um, and if you need help finding those dodgy streams, um, ask someone who knows. <laughs> 
I have no idea who that <clears throat> might be. Anyway, no. um, so they had a, a nifty little interview during the week um, on, with uh, a male writer that you may have heard of, again, mostly because he's English and has really shitty hair, um, by the mm-hmm. name of Bradley Wiggins, um, yeah. who apparently doesn't completely suck at the Olympics or mm-hmm. bike races or whatever. Anyway... Um, he was saying, well, it's kind of retarded that, you know, I get paid millions of pounds to ride my bike when there's all these women who ride their bike better than me and don't get paid nearly as much, and they probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm paraphrasing a little bit. He did word it slightly differently, but I think the gist is, is reasonably accurate. Um, <laughs> there's also a chance that if he ever hears this, Brad will call me a C-word, but... <laughs> I'm okay with that. Anyway, point being, you know, that there's been a, been a fair bit of talk about this issue and, and um, all jokes and pissing about aside, it was very cool to see a top male pro actually bringing any attention to the fact that um, the women in the sport are significantly underpaid and um, basically are unfairly treated um, through the funding and structure of the way that the sport is and stating as a personal ambition a desire to help do something about that which is yeah. great and i look forward to seeing his donation to the women's social media jersey because i think that's going to be fantastic fuck it man i'll be happy if he just retweets it someone tell brad but anyway all of that said it's led to you know this whole well maybe sky will throw in some money and let's be honest the murdochs need some fucking good press so yeah. maybe it happens maybe it doesn't anyway all of that's got me thinking about the issue of, of sponsorship in, in the sport again. And um, and it's led back to... I, I've come at this a couple of times from, from slightly different directions. There was the time when I suggested that we just get um, a Hollywood blockbuster like The Avengers to commit their marketing budget. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, which is still a great idea and should be done. Uh, then there was the time that I suggested an upcoming tech giant, like, for example, Google should um, just, you know, invest heavily in the sport because it ties in with all their don't be evil bullshit and, you know, is kind of like a giant fuck you to Apple. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, those are two very good reasons right there. Um, I can come up with more. So this week, I'm going at it more from a... Not so much suggestion for someone else, but a statement of what I would do if. So, what I would do if I were responsible for a major international brand. Um, Mm -hmm. Not to name names, but, you know, for example, the Coke Empire. That's Coca-Cola, not the Colombian (laughs) Coke. Um, Or the Bolivian, whichever you prefer. Um, or, you know, fuck it, you know, McDonald's or Big Tobacco or whoever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those are all hilariously bad examples, completely at odds with a healthy lifestyle, which is kind of why I went there. <laughs> but anyway, the point point being, some mega corporation... Actually, all right, here's, here's a fun example that we can use. I'm going to go with Samsung. Okay. Okay. As a technology manufacturer of hardware, Samsung are actually one of the largest brands in the world. And mm-hmm. um, they're especially competitive in a few key areas. They make arguably the world's best television sets, um, certainly in the, in the top two or three brands. 
Um, they are a serious competitor to Apple in terms of uh, smartphones and tablets, which is mm-hmm. why Apple are currently locked in a Kraken-style death struggle to sue them to death, um, <laughs> lawyer them to death, as it were, with their tentacly lawyer arms. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and they make a whole bunch of other cool shit. So the point being, if I was Samsung... I wouldn't want to... Sponsoring a women's team, to be honest, it's not enough money. You know? I, I linked this I linked this in one of my, my posts in my ongoing and not yet finished, although it's, it's temporarily on hold while we complete our social media project, um, series about changing the, the nature of team structures and, and funding structures for women's cycling. Um, that, that scene from the greatest television show ever made, The Wire... Uh, in season three, when ex-con Dennis Cuddy is trying to set up a boxing gym for the you know the kids in the hood who you know have time after school and you know want to keep them out of slinging drugs and all that sort of shit, so he goes to drug kingpin of the area Avon and asks for some money, and he does mm. this big speech about you know we're going to have platinum members and gold members and silver members and you know you'll get a picture on the wall and 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 i'll name shit after you and and all it's going to be real nice and all this and avon's like fuck it man i don't want my picture on the wall and all this shit you know anyway how much do you need all up what do you want and cuddy looks at him and he's real nervous and he's like 10 grand and avon just bursts out laughing and is like man you came to me for 10 grand and he talks to one of his underlings, he's like, go get 15 cash now. <laughs> so if I'm Samsung, that's the thing. You know, sponsoring a, a women's team, you know, I, I'm not aware of the exact budget of any pro women's team, but I have reliably heard that you could put together one hell of a team for like um, 500,000 euros. Yeah. So if I'm Samsung, I'm like, 500,000 euros? You're wasting my time in this meeting asking for 500,000 euros? Fuck it, man. I don't want a team. I want women's cycling. <laughs> That's it. The Samsung Women's World Cup. Boom. Race named after this. Race named after that. And then we've got the Samsung Galaxy S team and the Samsung Galaxy tablet team and the Samsung widescreen TV 3D stereo- stereoscopic with, you know, uh, a full-time live-in model to look after your kids TV team and all this shit you know and put it all together and then i'm gonna advertise the fuck out of every race and be like we're sending the samsung mobile to you know drive ahead of the the peloton and we're gonna fire cash money out of our money cannon so that the crowds are guaranteed to turn up i like your style dan and you know like People are going to line the sides of the road and then then news is going to happen and TV shows are going to happen because people want to see the spectacle that I create. And, uh, and, you know, I figure we can fund probably like six pretty good top-tier competitive teams and, you know, maybe another dozen at a a level below that and uh, and put on a good series of races and and cover the the cash cannon for, (laughs) for like 20 million, you know. So... Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I mean, A, on the one hand, Red Bull's done this with um, mountain biking, of course. And skateboarding and snowboarding and skiing. And And anything where you might break your neck. And that that plane plane racing racing series where they fly the... And I do caveat what you're saying. Mm. The only problem is, is there was a sponsor that tried this in America 
Are you going to say the E word? Yeah, I was going to say the E word. And as what we've learned from Exegy, who did try and do this in the nor- in North America, it's fine to do this. Just races and teams get the money up front. Yes, that is as true. Exegy, as Exegy, as as it's great when it's going right, but Exegy company seem to be single handedly fucking American cycling, and that's a really shitty thing to happen. But yes, um, <laughs> quite a, quite quite apart from. <laughs> <laughs> my negative doom-mongering. <laughs> I look forward especially to the money cannon. What can possibly go wrong? Yes. I think they can um, They can point it at me, please. That's what I'd like. <laughs> See, so, you know, I think, I think it will tick so many boxes. We'll fund teams, we'll fund races, we'll create spectacle, we'll get crowds, you know, media coverage will be sure to follow... And, yeah. and uh, it's separate from the men's stuff. It's all good. Oh, who yeah. gives a I mean, fuck I, about those guys? I, I don't know. I get a bit antsy about one. You know, I get an antsy about the Red Bull thing. To be honest, it's fantastic, and they bring an amazing uphill road sprint. Um, it's my to my town, which I've never been to for some reason because it's always on like the rainiest, 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 rainiest weekday in um, February. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. I think we should make it happen. Now we have to do, Dan, is ring up Samsung and persuade them. I was waiting for them to call me. Maybe that's where the crazy part came in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think I think since we've made the jersey work so well. Oh, well, I was willing to offer it to Sharp, but it turns out they wanted to trade it all for a Garmin. So, you know. Yes. Boom, well, boom. yes. We, we, ba-ding. Uh, so, yes. Anyway, um... I will troll the phone book looking for a way to bypass the gatekeepers of the Samsung International Marketing Department. If by any chance you do actually have an email or a direct phone number, let me know. I'll I'll happily make the call. Hell, I might even record it. (laughs) I'd actually pay money to hear that. It could be one of those things we'll see how long I actually manage to stay on the line for. But anyway, that's, that's the crazy idea for the week. Um... So, I think, Sarah, before we do head off, you should um, run us through quickly one more time where to look out for our nominations and how to nominate people if we, well, not if, when we find our our little bit of social media gold. Well, anything you see, any rider who's riding in the Giro Toscana and then next week the Brainwash Ladies Tour and the Tour de Lardesh, if you see any social media you like from them, uh, Twitter, Flickr, photos, Instagram, video, dancing video, podcast, anything want uh, from one tweet to daily blogs, it doesn't matter, it can be any language, it's got to be public, so, um, so anyone can see it, so we can share the link, um, anything you see, uh, you can either tweet Dan on Intended or me on underscore pigeons underscore. You can email us at prowomenscycling at gmail.com or the easiest way, come to our site www.prowomenscycling.com and right at the top of the page you'll see a sticky blog post for where you can nominate and see what else has been nominated. And um, while you're there, scroll down and see the other stuff we've been up to. Excellent. Ta-da. Excellent. And we will um, periodically post updates of um, 
writers who have been nominated already uh, with links yep. to, to things. Also, once you've made your nomination, feel free to let the writers know too so that they can uh, can try and stir up some support from from their fans and, and friends around the world because it truly is a global celebration, the unofficial, unsanctioned <laughs> social actually, media jersey. Um, once, once you see, if you see links to writers' blogs, writers' sites, um, you know, uh, team sites... Click through them because it sounds really, really small thing, but every click helps. And if we can, if we can show, if we, the women's cycling fan community, can show how much of an interest there is in women's cycling, teams and riders can take that onto sponsors, and you know, and they can show that it makes a difference too. So you know, it's it's all good. One little click, leave a comment, uh, share, like things on Facebook. Um, yeah. It's all, that's what you need to do, and you'll be helping riders out. And isn't that a good thing? That is a good thing. And uh, and last of all, if uh, if you've been waiting because you haven't been paid yet, then I feel sorry for you, and hopefully you won't have to wait too much longer. Um, <laughs> but when you have, feel free to swing by and make a donation. It's not too late. And uh, if you know other people who would love to make a donation but haven't heard about it yet or don't know where, send the link on. Uh, we are keen, as we said, to give as much away as we can uh, yeah. to to really, you know, this is a, a really great opportunity to basically just reach out to a, a few writers and say, we really appreciate what you do uh, as an athlete, as a sports person, and as some kind of a social media genius. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all the riders who, you know, when they're tired and wet and muddy and cold or they've got a couple of hours to get hurt before they drive across Europe to get home and they take the time to blog and, you know, and, and tweet and post photos and share their lives with us. Thank you. Um, thank you to the others as well. We appreciate them too. But, you know, thank you. It's all good and we appreciate them uh, very much. And on that note, uh, may you all have a great, fun, exciting, video-filled week as um, <laughs> you watch races, uh, download illegal uh, snippets of races that may have already passed, find illegal streams of races that are currently ongoing, or happen to live somewhere where they're being broadcast. Uh, <gasps> It'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we will catch up with you again next week. We'll have lots of fun and posts and things for you in between now and then. Nominations are now officially open. Let's head out to the wild blue yonder of the internet and nominate. Lovely. And thank you very much. And we'll see you next week.